Hey coaches, welcome back. This is Coach Parker with Coaching You Football Tips and Talk Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. If you get a second, please subscribe. Podcast is up next. And remember, play for fun and winning is funner. Thanks again. Hey coaches, this is Coach Parker with uh, Coaching Youth Football Tips and Talk Podcast. How are you guys doing today? Uh, I know it's been a while for the podcast, but uh, I had a really great time last night at a seventh grade practice. I got to coach the Big Hogs, which uh, hopefully everybody knows, or uh, you will now. I absolutely love coaching the offensive line. That's kind of my my deal. Uh, really, I'm a big guy, and uh, for the first part of my youth football career, up until I was about uh, from seven to sixteen, I played offensive line before. Uh, getting my, uh, I guess, speed uh, before becoming a fullback and a linebacker. So, so yeah, I have a lot of years playing the offensive line and absolutely love coaching it. So uh, I thought I'd go over uh, what we did last night and talk about kind of the practice plans for an offensive line coach or uh, youth football. You know, I guess I guess you could say from five to seventh grade now. Uh, I've coached seventh graders and eighth graders and seven on seven flag, but uh, this was the first time for me, uh, seventh grade uh, official, uh, doing some O line stuff. Last week I had worked with the backs, and this week uh, I've got the offensive line, and we had a great time last night. So uh, before we get into it, please subscribe to the channel if you get a chance, and uh, follow me over on Facebook, Twitter and over on my WordPress site, coachparker.org. So let's talk about what happened last night. So I've been asked uh, to come back over to a team that I'd coached in the youth level, and uh, our league had allowed seventh graders to come in, and uh, I'd already gone back down and started coaching another uh, age group down at the seven, eight-year-olds. And so one of the coaches uh, on our old team took over uh, that seventh grade team and uh, he asked me to come over to make some tweaks on the offense and just look at the defense. And, uh, you know, I hadn't, I'm not coaching this season. So I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll come over and see what the seventh graders are all about. And I've really had a good time last week with the offensive backs. Uh, and this week I'm um, with the offensive line. And last night uh, we started uh, to go over that. And so uh, we, we just started going over what their general blocking rules were. I noticed in the last couple of game films, uh, they were kind of cowboy and rogue doing kind of what they wanted. So just wanted to solidify that. So what we did is I set up a, a whiteboard at practice and we had a chalk talk and really wanted to show them, uh, you know, you can talk to seventh graders a little bit different than 10 year olds. So I wanted to show them basically what rules they were using, what my rules that I kind of tweaked last week with the backs and just make sure they knew really what the rules meant and why, and then showed them uh, on the whiteboard against a five, three, six, two and a four, four defense, why we're blocking these particular rules and how they would approach that. Uh, and so a couple, you know, the rules that they're using, our God gap on down, uh, and uh, I had installed gold, which gap on linebacker down. Since a lot of these defenses are running more linebackers, we want to make sure we can get off to them. We put in jaw, which is a severe angle block down for everybody because they were running some beast plays. 
And so that's what jaw is, is everybody basically blocks down on a severe angle track. Uh, and then we talked about what they were doing on Pass Pro. And then we had put in two uh, audible tags for when linebackers blitz the A gaps or were just stacked up in the A and Bs, which were uh, Cannon for the three guy, the three interior guys and Dominoes for the five interior guys. So we just talked about those and walked through those on the chalkboard and uh, and kind of live just real quick on what the steps and why we would be doing some of this. And then I drew up uh, the offense versus these five, three, six, two, and four, four defense and showed them, you know, this is gap on linebacker down. This is why we're going this way and doing this. Cause if you do the rule, you're going to pick up all of these guys and then we're going to kick out the DNs uh, or the wing back will pick out the DN and corners. And we're going to deal with that. They had a really hard time understanding on not blocking outside on a particular DN or outside linebacker. Cause we're trying to block in and we want to kick out with our fullbacks and stuff. And they were, they were just having a really hard time with it. And uh, the tackle and the, and the tight ends didn't really understand. We want you going after, really chipping off and going after uh, the linebackers. And so we we talked about that quite a bit. And so that chalk talk lasted about 20 to 30 minutes. And it was very positive. They uh, I think they understood a little bit more when we drew it out for them so they could see it. And then we, we decided, I decided to take that now to the field. And so uh, we did... When we got to the field, we what we started doing, we broke out the backs went away and went over to their their backfield practice, and I took all the linemen with the uh, other lineman coach, and uh, we started doing just the steps, which I know is really boring to a lot of people, but uh, I go through this uh, progression one, two, three, five, and ten step progression uh, and get off just so we can get this inside step. I'm a big believer in jab stepping inside first because the uh, inside gap is the most important gap just to make sure, uh, we're not getting any leaks on the inside. A lot of these defenses we're still playing in this youth rec league, even for seventh grade are, uh, six man, seven man. I mean, the last two games these guys had, uh, these guys were just heavily stunting, every gap sending about eight or nine player through gap, uh, knowing that, uh, they just, we, we just did their team doesn't really pass or has passed effectively enough, probably under pressure to get the ball off. So I think that's why these two teams are doing that. So, uh, we put in that cannon and domino call for them. And, uh, so we're trying to step down right now and just clear up the leaks that we're having, uh, from uh, the inside rush. So we're we're going through these inside steps and just stepping one step, two step, three step, and getting to make sure everybody's low. The alignment on the line is good. We wanted to go from like, they were in a zero gap. We wanted to go to at least a six inch gap. And so we've been talking about that. So we went over gold and jaw uh, in the step drills and pass pro and did that for about 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, and then um, I, I will also went over to the backs for a minute. And we talked about uh, account system for them when they're outside the tight end and who they're supposed to block and went through that. The first person gets the one guy, second's got two, three's got 
three and to make sure that they're just not run. Cause what we're having is they're just running around, not knowing who they were blocking. So we want to make sure sort of like on special teams, you're going to count the guy and make sure we've got that guy covered and blocked. And for the backs, we also talked, uh, uh, about a mirror shield blocks that they don't need to take the guy to the ground, like offensive line. They just need to shield. And then I came back over, uh, to the, uh, to the offensive line group, and we we did more uh, of the rule blocking now. With uh, so we took players and set them up in front of the offensive line in a five three four four and a six two, and we had them go through the rule progression uh, for Jaw and Gold and God and Pass Pro, and talk about whose responsibility is for each man, and then if somebody comes up why we would call cannon or the domino audible blitz call. And then what would happen from that? Uh, we, we need to put in next on Friday, our butt to butt split blocks. And we do ISO plays and how that's going to work. But we didn't, I didn't put that in yesterday because I wanted to make sure that we were stepping inside because they're really having a hard time understanding that you've got to pick up the inside guy. If he's if he's coming in, uh, you can't just, there's a guy in your gap and a guy on you. You have to block the inside guy. Um, that's just the way it is. And they, they're having a hard time understanding that particular fact. So we went through that for about 20 or 20 minutes, just making sure that they could point out and understand who they were picking up. And then we talked about the communication process that, hey, who should who should uh, help me if I have a problem and how to deal with that particular thing. And if there is, if they are getting beat and no one's mentioning that in the huddle, they need to coach themselves as a team to say, Hey, you know, Tom, why aren't you picking up that guy? Do you need help? Because we as coaches can't see that, but they can certainly see, you know, that, Hey, this particular player is making every tackle. They could, they need to talk as a team how to deal with that, not just the coaches. So we, I talked to them about communication, that they're old enough now to talk to their other teammate and ask them, do you need help? Do we need to talk to the coach about what's going on? Just don't continue to get beat and allow this to happen. If, if some guy keeps making every tackle, maybe you guys need to decide that guy's not going to continue to make the tackle anymore. They can do that. We don't have to watch for that. And also uh, about their intensity level. A lot of these guys are playing great defense because uh, we don't have enough kids to two squad. So the majority of the offensive line is playing on defense. And the defense for this team is outstanding. It's one of the best defensive teams uh, that I've seen. Um, and so that intensity that they're, they're using on defense uh, is not translating to them when they're blocking. They don't have that unit teamwork in, in them yet. So I was we we were talking to them about that, that you need to take the intensity that you have defensively and bring that to the offensive line and use that same intensity there and work as a unit uh, and stop letting the backs get killed because you guys aren't following the rules. And that's part of the problem that we've had is they've set these rules up, but the kids are kind of going rogue and cowboy and doing their own stuff. So really by setting up those defenses and showing them why I'm hoping that we'll, they'll get an understanding in their head of really how, how that's going to occur now and why we're asking them 
to block this rule. Cause we had a couple of them say, well, you know, there's nobody in front of me on this rule. And I'm like, yeah, now you go hunt somebody and we try to understand where the play is going. And then we go hunt, uh, especially with gap on linebacker down defender is, you know, you're not going to just take three steps and stop. You're going to inside step jab, look for the gap on guy and then find the linebacker usually an inside linebacker and if no one's there it's defender help your friend whatever and then hunt and find somebody to block but don't turn around and watch the play which is what we've had kind of been going on the last several weeks and so we went through that whole thing that and then you know Hey, you know, if, if you get up there and you brain fart, you know, what, what are you going to do? Well, you're blocking down first. That's for sure. Cause nobody's going to come through that block, that, uh, that hole. And then you need to go find somebody and block, but don't just stand and watch, watch the play and the running back get tackled. And we talked about that also that, Hey, you know, you need to become part of the tackle. If, You've been blocking and you look over and three kids are sitting on the running back. Just don't stand and watch the running back get blocked. Go over there and try to block those tacklers off the running back or push the running back for another yard. Uh, But just don't watch the running back get crushed. And we talked about, you know, maybe uh, you need to learn to be a running back someday and uh, not have any blocking and how that feels and, when we told them, you know, how it feels not have any blockers and three guys tackle you, uh, they kind of, their eyes opened up a little bit more and how that would maybe hurt. So uh, we let them know the backs are taking a lot of pain for their lack of blocking and they're not really happy about it. The backs aren't. So we, we, you know, we went through a lot of stuff and a lot of uh, philosophical ideas that I'd laid on them about why they need to block harder and how, why they need to work better as a unit and as a team and, and really up their intensity. And I brought fudge brownies uh, to practice and told them I had that if they really up their intensity level, which really occurred in the next drill, which is the drill before we broke out into team is that we did the sumo drill and the sumo drill is basically like the old bull in the ring, but uh, we don't stand up and this is an offensive drill. Uh, and the two players, we, we, we get two players into the middle uh, they're uh, faced each other on their knees with their hands on their knees, kneecaps. And uh, we do the snap count and uh, each of them are supposed to have quick hands that punch this chest, engage into the chest shoulder pads, and then roll and they drag out uh, of the ring. Kind of like a sumo wrestler pushes the guy out of the ring. And so it's all about an aggression and a quick hands drill his quick hands, which we were talking to them about, uh, especially when we're looking at their stances, we want one hand ready to go so they can they can get out and punch on it. Is we the quick hands and the belly button on their belly button and getting into the person? That's really how you could do a really good block. You you really want to get your hands and your body on the other player and drive them off the line of scrimmage and not wait for the defender to hit you. So we want to get our hands on the defender fairly quickly so we can start directionally pushing them and driving them where we want them to go. And at the this younger age, that makes a really big difference uh, because we've we've been kind of timid about that. And so I'm trying to get these guys aggressive. And that's what the sumo thing uh, drill does is we're trying to get them quick hands, punch, 
and then basically WWE that guy out of the ring, and then the winner stays in for three times, and then we have a championship if we've got two or three winners. And the boys uh, did get into that drill and enjoyed that drill, and we saw some good ag- aggression there, and so that helped. And then we went over to uh, team offense and basically um, you know, aligned to let their backs run their plays through our blocks, and we had the boys making sure – They were making the steps, dealing with the the good snap in the center. And uh, we're still struggling at center, and uh, I'm a little concerned about that, getting the snap off. We uh, had a small center last week because they've had two other centers that got hurt. And so I moved a bigger guy in that I know. He's sort of played center before. And so we're going to try to work that out. And I like big centers because we can wedge and do some things off of that. So uh, hopefully we can get that to work out this week. Otherwise, we'll need to go back to the small center. The small center has got a nice shotgun snap. He's just having trouble uh, with a bull rush from a nose guard. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll get the larger center to work that out and uh, get through that. But uh, yeah, I had a great day with the uh, the offensive line, seventh graders yesterday. And uh you know, most of this stuff that I've talked about is on my offensive line practice plan, 90-minute one-pager over at coachparker.org. Uh, you know, it's basically 10 minutes of alignments and gap splits, uh, 10 to 20 minutes on get-offs, uh, 20 minutes in blocking rules, 30 minutes in blocking techniques, and uh, drill time. And so it's an hour and a half uh, one-page kind of deal that you can use for your entire week of uh, offensive line practice. And it's it's a quick little reminder page uh, that you can uh, use. It also is an O-line bundle package. It's $11.99 over at Coach Parker too. So you can get all this all nice and organized in one kind of thing over there uh, on my website. But I hope you enjoyed uh, the podcast today about what happened yesterday. I know I've kind of rambled a little bit. But haven't got a podcast out. And for some reason, I guess I just had so much fun last night. I really wanted to uh, talk about it today. And for you coaches that don't really focus on your offensive line, uh, you know, I've had coached for many years and I will still coach the offensive line because really football is about blocking and tackling. And if your team can block, you are comp- you can be very competitive uh, and uh have a great season. So this is Coach Parker with CoachParker.org. Thanks for joining me today. uh, And remember to play for fun and winning is funner. Ciao. I'll see you guys next time. Thanks a lot. Hey, thanks for joining me all the way to the end. That's much appreciated. Hey, if you get a chance, just subscribe to my podcast. That that really helps a lot. And also you can head over to CoachParker.org, my playbook store, and check out all my playbooks like the Power Wing Beast Offense, the 6-2 Multi-8 Defense, the Wildcat Spread, the Power Eye, the Double Wing, the Eye Formation, Wishbone, my Drill Books, my Jaws Blocking Book, uh, my Wolfpack 7-on-7. Got a a lot of good stuff over there you can take a look at, and that'll help support me bring more youth football content to the youth football coaching community. And as always... Remember to play for fun and winning is funner. Thanks for joining me today. Hope to see you guys next time.